Happy New Year. With us today is uh, former Governor David Patterson. And there's so much news in the last few days. And today is uh, a new year. And Governor Patterson, it's a new year. How do you foresee it? And how do you see the problems of the past? Well, John, fortunately, I did not overly imbibe last night. So I can enjoy the new year rather than suffering. And what I would say is uh, it's kind of interesting because... The governor was clearly the favorite to win uh, re-election. She was pretty popular and done a lot of good things. And then um, after the primary, it really seemed that a a number of high-profile crimes and people being pushed in front of the subway and other things that really frightened uh, New Yorkers. And as I've said on this show many times before, what made this particular crime spree Uh, more frightening is that it wasn't happening in areas that were known to be high crime areas. It was happening everywhere, including the Upper East Side, um, uh, you know, Hell's Kitchen, just places where uh, people generally can walk around and and not be bothered. And the polls shifted. And um, in a couple of polls in the beginning of September, Zeldin had actually inched ahead for a little bit. So at that point, the unions, the Working Families Party, and other progressive uh, forces really came together at the end to help the governor pull this out. So I think they did not take very kindly to her first major action after this to take a judge whose record apparently to their, from their point of view on labor issues has been not acceptable and who is thought to be not really uh, in favor of uh, the rights that women have in New York right now. So I guess Governor Hochul realized that this wasn't a particularly good move. But to me, it's kind of an sort of an unforced error because um, a number of parties had complained about this nomination even before she made the selection, because the commission that uh, picked the the seven finalists to be chief judge was thought to have been tainted by conservative uh, uh, thinking. And, you know, if you're conservative, you would like this. But this would now be the second time in New York that basically – uh, a conservative a conservative view, one relating to the reapportionment, and other words, reapportionment was far more fair when the judges did it than when the legislature did it. But for a hundred years, the legislature was making that decision, and now you add to it that the governor is putting in the highest court in New York, and and one of the favored jurisdi- jurisdictional uh, benches around the land in the hands of someone who uh, apparently a lot of individuals who helped her thought would not stand for even what the governor stands for. So it's, a, it's really uh, kind of amazing that this whole thing happened. Now, governor, I mean, there's even more, something even more pressing. The Hispanic community, how are they going to feel about it? Well, um, you know, like... The Hispanic community, uh, like like anyone, 
else, many Hispanic leaders rallied to his defense, stating that he wasn't that way. And so I, you know, could certainly understand that they would be perturbed. Uh, But the second justice appointed to the United States Supreme Court, uh, 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 who was black, Clarence Thomas, following Thurgood Marshall, believe me, um, we did not (laughs) rise to his support. So it just depends on how valid these complaints about him are, because if what they're saying is true, I think that um, the community will just say, well, look, you kind of owe us one because that didn't work out. So find a very qualified and very uh, prominent Hispanic judge and, and appoint them uh, now that you've removed Mr. Uh, judge LaSalle. Well, I think uh, uh, that, that, that that should happen. I mean, the Hispanic community hasn't gotten anything really uh, tremendous in uh, uh, between Governor Hochul's administration or or uh, Mayor Adams. Uh, uh, am I missing anything? I think uh, Mayor Adams has some pretty high-profile appointments of Hispanic descent. Uh, I don't really, I'm, I'm not really aware of who is in the Hochul administration because this was the former Cuomo administration. They had some people. I'm sure she will put some people in in, in the beginning of the year. But this is a, a community that's really coming together in terms of its participation in the process. And, um, uh, you know, as yet, we have yet to elect a um, statewide elected official or a citywide elected official of Hispanic origin. And I think that is a crying shame, not because uh, you have to have one, but because there's so many people I know who would have been qualified and I think serve very admirably. Yes, you're absolutely right. You've been in the studio all week. And, uh, you know, the Christmas to New Year's when the when the big, you know, air personalities take the time off, you didn't do that. So what do you think of Mayor Adams' vacation in the middle of that week? Well, I think the man is entitled to a vacation. In fact, it, it was a cold a few days, but there was no snowstorm. Uh, I don't think there was any major emergencies. And uh, wherever he went... Uh, I'm sure it was only a few hours away uh, from New York. I agree completely. And what I thought was that when he explained himself, uh, and, and he, he didn't just let the issue, you know, uh, you know, ferret around. He went right out and explained uh, what he felt and how he felt he needed a break and that kind of thing. It was very normal, and I thought very admirable and um, humanized. Mayor Adams, who um, uh, is a, you know, dynamic political figure. But you kind of saw into his personal life a little bit. And uh, he talked about losing his parents. And uh, I I really thought that the uh, oration that he gave uh, last Wednesday, I believe, was um, took a lot of uh, moxie to do something like that. He was, you know, he showed his vulnerable side. Hey, look, I need to rest for a couple of days. And he talked about how, you know, you keep going to see uh, the funerals of firefighters like um, the firefighter uh, who was buried on Thursday, who fell 20 feet to his death. And he'd been there for 22 years and was such a great uh, figure in the fire department. And, you know, we've had a couple of slain police officers. It's tough. And um, if you don't kind of find some 
alternative way to just try to clear your mind for a day or two or two days. I don't think that's a big problem. Mayor Bloomberg went to uh, Bermuda for two days every week for 12 years. And <laughs> he did a great every job. weekend, just just about every weekend. Absolutely. And he was able to come back if he was needed. And he came back for a third term. <laughs> that didn't seem to bother the public at all. Absolutely. Well, any other visions for 2023? I mean, are we going to be a safer city? I mean, right now, the state Senate has uh, struck a defeat against the governor. What power does the governor have left? Well, I think that the governor is, as I said to you last week, the governor is still the governor. And uh, the governor... The legislature needs the governor more than the leg- more than the governor needs the legislature. Has he signed the, the bill to raise the uh, to raise uh, the the pays? Yeah, she signed it. Um, but after uh, put a three way deal was announced, it, for her to go back and not sign it would have been heresy. I, if she wanted to hold them up for. A couple of items, and I don't think bail reform would have been a good one to talk about at that particular time, but it's a very legal sort of situation. And, you know, to iron out a bill would have been difficult in the last week of of the year. But I, but uh, there are governors in the past, notably Governor Attack, but Tacky, who wouldn't give us a pay raise until we agreed that if the budget wasn't passed at, on April 1st, we wouldn't get paid until it was. And one year we didn't get paid until the middle of August. But, uh, uh, you know, I think that the governor, as I have said to you before, you are going to see. And in a way, even this this Supreme Court appointment is an example of how um, she's not a wild activist. She's a pretty much middle of the road, pretty much common sense Democrat. And all this time that we've been analyzing her is time that she's been running for office an office that she uh, rose to not by election so is not a dominant position but she's in a dominant position now and as i said to you and uh lydia and the judge on our weeknight show uh cats at night by april i think you'll see what i'm talking about well David Patterson, uh, governor, former governor, you were a great governor. Thank you so much for, for the update, and, uh, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you very much, John. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.